And um, now, of course, my my question will be like um, about the elephant in the room. If uh, this uh, sketching passion was always a companion along this all this year, and I think it's um, uh, fascinating that you have been so um, deep into sketching, while nowadays when you study architecture, you can get passionate about more technological things like i don't know renderings and 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 maybe that's maybe that's still your case because it's also one thing doesn't exclude the other but you're sketching it's on a real high level so also does it did it uh, was it your companion along all this year and do you think it's more a natural talent that you had already that pushed you or it was a matter of just being consistent and working hard to get at the point where you are now Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I think, no, man, I I was terrible at sketching. I was terrible at drawing. I I, I don't think I'm talented. And frankly, I don't believe in talent that much, or I don't think it's that important. You know, it's overrated. Talent is overrated. What really counts is habits and practice and, you know, inner motivation and things like that, that in the long run are so much more important than talent. But um, I was always interested in drawing. And, you know, back when I was a child, I was drawing superheroes, Batmans and Spider-Mans, and that was kind of my jam. And then I started drawing again, just before I was applying to architecture schools to prepare myself, to prepare some pieces for my portfolio. That was also the charcoal drawings and things like that, but they actually taught me the very, very basics and foundations of architectural drawing and sketching at the faculty of civil engineering. We had like four semesters of drawing and it was fantastic. I I liked the way how they taught it. It was not for everyone. Not many people liked it, but I, I again approached it with an open mind, like, Hey, I'm tabula rasa, you know, I'm, I'm a blank sheet just uh, teach me how you do it. And I was open to their methodologies. And what, what I think is important that I saw some progress, I saw some improvements and I was happy with it. And then I kept on using sketching and drawing as a tool for my design studios, for thinking, for seeing, for brainstorming. I just, it was very, it became very, natural way for me to think through uh, ideas, to solve problems, to find solutions, uh, to design questions, you know, so it was, uh, it was a very nice and natural tool. And as you said at the beginning, that's really where the magic happens because it's the instant connection between our minds and our hands. That's, that's the biggest benefit of, of drawing. So you can literally think, through when you're drawing it's it's like another language we are talking we are verbal right now but we can be visual and drawing is one of the languages in in visual communication so not that i would know all all of this and kind of had this distance from taking a step back what drawing actually means but i just started to use it as a, as a practice as a habit for developing my ideas and just because I was keen on it and I liked it and I kept at it, I kept drawing. That's I think where 
majority of my improvement came from. So it's just that consistency, that practice, that habit. And I know it's a cliche and you've heard it a hundred times before, but it's really about, about practice, 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 and not pushing, not, not putting too much stress on yourself. Like, Hey, this has to be great looking. No, it doesn't. It just needs to uh, do the work. It just needs to help you with whatever you're trying to achieve. It just needs to clear your mind, brainstorm, see it from, see, see options from, from different angles, things like that. So uh, I guess I was a bit lucky with that open mind and approach and making it a habit. And I found out during the studies in Denmark that not all the people had this approach and maybe a lot of them were really discouraged from drawing maybe because it was, they were not taught at all, which was the case of a lot of Danish students. They, they didn't have four semesters of drawing. They didn't, and they didn't have any artistic entrance exams to that school. So that's the background of why they were not used to drawing and using it as a tool. And hence they were not practicing. Hence, they were, their skills has, have not really developed that much. And I don't think it's the student's fault. I think it's more systematic um, fault of the AAU that they are actually not uh, directing their students to these very artistic, traditional analog foundations of visual communication. Uh, so that's where I found myself being the one in the group that did most of the hand drawings. And there I also saw it more as a problem that a lot of the people that didn't have this background and approach, it also showed on pretty much any other visual communication medium that we used. It might be digital in most cases or mixed use, just it shows on your drawings, on your architectural drawings or even technical construction drawings when you have that clear sense of visual communication, you know what's important, you know what to communicate to the viewer, what should be the focus of your image. It all translates into other mediums, be it photography or architectural visualizations, rendering, 3D modeling, you know, even video. So uh, the foundations from sketching and drawing are so, so visible in all these other higher or next steps or just different approaches to visual communication. And when you don't have that, it, it really shows. That was my experience. So I think that was the moment when I realized, Hey, this is kind of a problem. And maybe just maybe I can help because I have that background. I was lucky enough to, to went through that training for architects, how to draw, and maybe it would be helpful for other students, which, who didn't have this chance, who didn't have this opportunity in their journey. So I think that was the very origins of the sketch like an architect where I realized that actually a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of young architects, young students, uh, they don't have this background and they would really use it. They, they, they could, you know, use it. Um, so that's where I thought maybe it's still relevant even in 21st century where Technology really over the past few decades overshadowed these traditional artistic foundations. And we are all about jumping right into Archicad and Revit and Lumion and just, 
you know, doing it right away in these fancy, fancy programs. And I'm completely not again, I'm a huge fan of them. I'm a huge fan or of Arquist, but I still believe the very foundations of what makes a good image are in hand drawing, you know? And when we're talking about structure and composition and lighting and depth and storytelling, you, you know, you don't learn it when you jump into Lumion. You don't learn it when you jump into different softwares. You are supposed to already know that so you can make the program do what you want it to do. The program, the softwares won't do it for you. So learning softwares is, is great, but it's more like a technical skill, more, more like a hard skill. So you know which tools to use, where to click, how does the program actually think in the back end, but you, you, you need to know what you want out of it. And I think starting with some super simple tools like pen and paper is a great way to start. Hello there. Thank you very much for listening to this shortcast. If you like what you have heard and it was useful for you, we wanted to ask you or please you for a little bit of help. Uh, we want to grow our show in order to have more and more interesting and amazing creatives that will tell us and share with us their skills, their secrets from the kitchen. And in order to do that, we want to give them a bigger platform. So please help us growing the show by sharing with your family, friends, colleagues, and people that might enjoy it. And by following our social media channels, Instagram at TCI Podcast and the LinkedIn page, The Creative Insider. Don't be scared to contact us. We want to hear from you. We want to know who you are, where you are, what are your struggles and how we can help you. So thank you very much. And if you want to stay in touch with us, you can go also to creativeinsider.com and subscribe to our monthly newsletter so that we can send you the best of every month and keep you up to date with what is going on on the show. You're amazing. No matter what you're going to do, thank you very much. And have a good day.